Namaste friends and welcome to this special podcast today. Today we have Kishore Subramanya who is VP of engineering at a startup, at an exciting startup. He's an ex-Googler. And uh, the reason why I have invited Kishore for this uh, podcast is that uh, he's recently written a very interesting article. And uh, I'll let him talk about that. But first of all, welcome Kishore to this podcast. Thank you very much, uh, Rajesh, and namaste, everyone. I'm very happy to be here and share my thoughts um, and uh, about, this, uh, about the topic that I have written. So it's interesting what, uh, you know, I, I, I'm intrigued by your, uh, uh, by, by your article title. Why did you call it the happiness equation? Yeah, um, happiness, if you, if you see, is a very universal subject. So, um, you know, even if to the point that if, uh, if we were to ask people to distill their entire life's purpose in one word, I would say many of us would probably reply that to be, you know, I want to be happy, right? So it is very important. It is something that's so fundamental, but yet we find ourselves in a situation where life is actually not always happy, right? It's mostly, in fact, dissatisfactory. I wouldn't say unhappy, but it is dissatisfactory, right? So I set out to frame this problem, um, wearing my engineering hat on, at least for for, uh, the part of it, saying, okay, so when we look at happiness, we say we always relate happiness to uh, something uh, along with the condition. So I'm happy when something happens when I'm with somebody or when a condition is met, right? So I eventually go through and see, hey, is this equation good? Is it true? And then we see that over the period of the article, the equation changes. And finally, I end up with the equation actually disappears and it ends up with, I am happy. So that's the, that's the whole uh, story in short about the article. Interesting. I'm excited to learn more. But tell me one thing. Why did you choose this subject? You were uh, with Google and you have a strong pedigree in engineering and happiness has got nothing to do with engineering, I thought. But why did you choose this subject? And for whom did you write this article for? Right. Good question there. So I uh, started uh, going down the path of spirituality a few years ago, I would say around four years ago. And I realized that, you know, I'd gone in with a very open mind. And as I I went through it, I realized that it's not what I had uh, thought it to be, right? Many of my preconceived notions about spirituality being uh, being a very dry subject, not may, may, may not be relevant and so on. I actually got busted, right? So it is a very vast subject, it is true. But if you look at it at the core, it is about achieving lasting happiness. And that's one way we could all um, make it relevant to us. So I wanted to present spirituality in a different way, in a more friendlier way than what it seems like. It seems very daunting. It seems like something... It is not mainstream, if you will, right? So I wanted to see how, how can I connect uh, the, my, my, uh, what I'm learning 
to what is relevant to many of us. Um, if I may, um, so I started looking at, uh, um, you know, if you look at the popularity of apps like Calm and Headspace and all these meditation related apps, for instance, I think there is, a, people are realizing that there is a need uh, to pull away from all that stress that's happening today and to seek something else. So I wanted to see how can we make this very relevant and in those same in the same way and also to a younger audience and typically younger audience uh, they're not looking at spirituality as a way but at the same time there's a lot of suffering so is there a way to bridge the gap that's interesting so uh, you know i heard you say that uh, uh, this is it is possible to achieve lasting happiness so is it really possible to achieve lasting happiness Yes, and that's exactly what I'm um, am uh, um, seeing. So, if uh, you know, as 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 I progress in my own in my own small way in spirituality, this is exactly what I'm seeing, right? So, if you uh, and the purpose of the article is also to share some of these insights. So, as we look at um, uh, happiness, we we realize that the the few moments we are happy, you know, when we acquire something and we are with or when we visit something, when there's a situation, achieve something and whatnot, um, we realize that it is not that exact thing that's causing or that external object or situation that's actually giving us the happiness. It, those things don't have the power to give us happiness, but it is what happens in our own mind when these things happen. When we look at it very, very carefully and analyze it, we realize that there is our mind becomes very fulfilled. It becomes very satisfied and it, it is still at least for a certain period of time. And that's when we experience happiness. So as we go down that path, there is a way in which we can achieve that lasting happiness uh, for a, uh, and something that will, um, we can carry with us for the rest of our lives. Interesting. So uh, when does this equation change and what exactly uh, is the equation? Right. And now we start with the equation being, I'm happy when conditions are met, right? As we analyze it, we realize slowly that those conditions are not exactly the ones giving us happiness. For instance, if I get promoted, I'm obviously going to be very happy, ecstatic, in fact, uh, for a period of time, uh, but somebody else who might be, who may have been trying for the same promotion or the same role, uh, may be completely unhappy, uh, devastated by the same action, right? Same thing that has happened. So it is not the promotion that is the reason for the happiness. It is how I related to it, uh, how I relate to it, isn't it? So as yeah. we start analyzing it from that angle, we realize that, hey, happiness is in my own hands. It's in my mind. So that's how the first part of the equation changes. And mm -hmm. then as we slowly go further, we realize that, hey, it's actually my own nature. It's my own nature. And that's what is reflecting in, in the happiness that I experience. That's, that's very interesting. So you're saying it like the keys to the kingdom is within us. Exactly. Thank you. Yeah, that's a good so, way of putting it. So tell me, tell me another thing, Kishore. You know, how do you explain the fact 
that we do feel happy at times when we achieve something or let's say our kids achieve something and you seem to say that uh, the keys to the kingdom is within us isn't that a contradiction no um so the way we we can we can see this in ourselves and we can see it play uh, play out in our own situations that we encounter when we are when we experience happiness right our mind is in a state of complete satisfaction it is fulfilled right so it's like a, a good example there is when we have eaten a good dinner right we have eaten well we were hungry earlier so we desired food we had that food and at the end of it we are very happy we we feel very contented we don't want any more right so even if somebody were to offer second servings and invites you for another dinner we are going to not we are not going to do that right because yeah, we are yeah. very happy at that stage so yeah. in the same way um at the time when we achieve things or when 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 these moments of happiness happens we feel fulfilled and and in those times it is it is that fulfillment that is giving us that happiness mm, okay so you're saying it's not the object or the experience but the fulfillment what we perceive in our mind gives us the happiness exactly so which means can i be fulfilled even otherwise does it have to depend on the external object maybe not right can i disconnect that can i feel fulfilled at all times i think the answer is yes and hence i can be happy or remain in the state of happiness for a lasting so th- time this sounds very interesting kishore but can you tell me what does the bhagavad gita say about this topic bhagavad gita absolutely wonderful book right there is so many things that we can take away from there and each time we learn we we take away more and more things but there is one um uh a metaphor or a comparison that stood out for me uh in this particular case so think of um a a, a lake right the the comparison is that with a, that of a lake if the lake is muddy and dirty and has a and there is a lot of wind and the surface is very wavy right imagine this lake and it's a full moon night right absolutely um you know darkness and there's full moon night the in spite of the moon being so beautiful it cannot reflect it cannot reflect that moon it is distorted in the water because the the surface is wavy and it's very dirty now if the lake is pure right the water is mm-hmm. very pure and the surface is perfectly still the full moon is reflected on the surface in its full glory right bhagavad gita yeah. says our happiness is in the same way where the the happiness which is our real self is able to reflect itself without distortion in our minds if our mind is very still and 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 you know devoid of the impurities that we normally see okay so first you said the keys are keys to the kingdom are, are within us and now you're saying that stillness is connected to the happiness the stillness of the mind correct okay that's interesting and i encourage the readers to go and read the article to understand this concept a little better and uh, i can tell you that you guys will be really, really impressed with what kishore has written so kishore couple of more questions on 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 the article that you wrote so does it mean that i shouldn't desire anything because if the happiness is within me can i not desire for a better life a better promotion a luxuries like a great car or whatever on the contrary on the contrary 
once you go through this type of uh, change and the change in attitude with which you will be working, you will realize that you will be working out of that happiness, not for happiness anymore, right? So you are already happy and the work that comes out is going to be of the highest or best in class, if you will, rather than you working because you want to be happy. You're already happy, right? So yeah. um, I, I'm not saying that you shouldn't have desires. You sh absolutely are welcome to do that. But there is a change in attitude. There's a change in certain things that you do and continue to pursue that. And that's actually the subject of my next uh, couple of um, parts, next two parts uh, in this series. Oh, that's interesting. So we should expect a, a sequel to this article. And uh, I'm pretty sure that, you know, uh, you will you will be explaining it uh, in in a in an equation kind of a way so that we can unlock unlock the key and unlock with the key and enter the kingdom of happiness. You can very much expect that. I'm an engineer at heart and uh, <laughs> um, and uh, a, a very analytical mind. So uh, you can expect uh, definitely a, a more uh, a lot more analysis uh, and and looking at it from an engineering perspective as well. <laughs> Oh, that's that will be wonderful. So, uh, Kishore, I think we're coming to the top of the hour in, in our in the interview. Uh, any concluding thoughts for the readers, for the listeners? Yeah, you know, um, uh, you know, I would also like to encourage uh, the the readers to take a uh, you know good read at uh, what Rajesh, in fact, has written. He's written a beautiful book called the uh, the Happiness Beyond Mind. Very, very similar, uh, you know, I, I and Rajesh have uh, spoken about this topic and it's a very, um, uh, very beautifully written, very um, well researched and based on a lot of experience. So I'd like you and encourage you to read that and get a copy of that book as well. Um, and, uh, and, you know, analyze this, analyze this and see for ourselves, why are we, uh, why can't we be uh, happy all the time, right? So I think the answer is there. It is for us to spend that time and uh, do that favor for us to ourselves. So thank you so thank much you for so inviting. Much. Yeah, thank, thank you, Kishore. Thank you, uh, readers. That was uh, uh, that was a soft plug for the book that I have written. And uh, thank you so much, Kishore, for taking time to talk to us to to our readers. And I we are really looking forward to your part two. And I hope that you're going to publish it pretty soon. Very soon. Yeah, uh, thank you so much again, Rajesh. It was my pleasure. And thank you, uh, uh, audience. Thank you so much. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.